I have this cough that I can't kick right now. I'll kick it for you. Oh, yeah. Kick it, baby. I'll kick it right now. Kick it old school. Right what? in the mouth. Mouth, spelled M-O-U-F. Mouth. M- mouth. <laughs> Pumps you in the mouth. I'm going to punch you in the dick. And <laughs> D-E. D-E-E-K. I kind of prefer D-E-E-C-K. D-E-E-C-K? Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the dick. Dick. I'm going to hit well, you in the mouth. Dick. Maybe it's D-E-E-U-K. Dick. D-E-E-U-K? Yeah, Dick. I'm going to hit you in the dick. 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 Or maybe it's D-E-E-Y-U-K. Dick. Dick. I'm going to kick you in the dick. I'm going to kick you in the dick. I'm going to punch you in the mouth. I'm going to slap you in the foss. <laughs> the foss. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin, <laughs> and we are flying solo today. Yes, just, we uh, are. Just the, it's just the original duo, baby. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. We are like those, you know, the 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 the, the pilots in Empire Strikes Back mm. when we're on Hoth. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Luke in the front. Yep. You got uh, Dak yep. in the back. You know, Dad's in the back. Dad's in the back. He's shooting the the the, ca- the tow cables to bring right. down the ATAT walkers. You know to stop him from destroying the shield generator, so that Vader can do his you know his landing and take over the rebel base. Yeah, that's what we're doing. I mean, that's essentially what this is. That's what this is. It's what it's always been. It's what, it's it's what always, it always will be. And it's never going to change. <laughs> we are foregoing guests from now on. That's right. We and will always be the two nameless pilots. <laughs> We're not Luke Skywalker and Pil- Dak. Pilot one and pilot two. We're, we're Porker and Fudley. <laughs> can I be dad? I was like, you can be dad if you want. I prefer No, Fudley. you're dad. Oh, I'm dad. Yeah, because you're Guys, a dad. I'm a dad. That's official. I have a child that I am now legally responsible for. Congratulations. Da-da. We have uh, we've been off a few weeks. Uh, we've mm-hmm. we've dipped into our reserve of shows. You're welcome. And uh, uh, last week's, you heard one that was recorded in August. I went yeah, back th- through and I was like, oh, shit. This is, this I was shocked to me too. August shocked me. I was like, "Wait, we have one from August?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, how about that?" What was what was, what was funny listening to it is how we like referenced like like it was like just starting to get guests. Like the, mm-hmm. there, it was the, all the bits and the things that we do was not fully formed yet. Yep. It was interesting to see like <laughs> we had gone so far, and then that episode happened, and then it was just like, "Wait a second, they don't." absolutely sound anything like this anymore yeah (laughs) it was really funny too because it was like we were making references to star wars but like Mm -hmm. it obviously hadn't happened yet (laughs) at all so it was like it was still kind of relevant you know talking about suicide batman versus superman right but the shitty trailer hadn't come out yet for batman versus superman so you know all that stuff it was it was good so yeah i'm a dad now it's kind of so nothing's changed really nothing's changed at all um it's 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 pretty pretty incredible guys what, go out, uh, go out and make a baby. Go out, go out and see if your peepee works. Go out and just you know dump your load into some lady and see what happens. And just make magic. Make <laughs> make, make magic. magic, guys. Is she sleeping through the night right now? Uh, mostly. 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 Um, I haven't had too much trouble sleeping. No. So. Well, not not you. No, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for asking. <laughs> sleeping like a like a log. <laughs> no one cares about the dad. Although I did have a dream the other night that uh, I was. 
going, I was waking her up to like change her. And I, for some reason, the changing table was a little like a few steps away. And I was telling her, hey, don't poop because I'm going to go change you. And I know your diaper's full and your diaper can't handle anymore. And then she pooped anyway. And it was like horse sized poop just came barreling out the side, just like of the diaper onto the floor. And I was like, I'm not cleaning that up. I just kept going. <laughs> I'm not, I stepped over it and I kept going. I was just like, God damn, that's a lot of poop. It's like a like, hostage situation where you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's like, that's awful. And it was bright yellow because that's what color it is right now. It's is like, it really? It's like mustard yellow. Wait, it's yellow. Yeah. Which Ugh. at first you think. I don't get that. You find, well, first of all, it's it's dark black. It's like gooey, sticky, tarry Guys, black. I'm going to preface this. It, if you jump ahead at least five minutes if you don't want to hear this. It's going to get real. <laughs> it's called, uh, oh, what's it called? I, I should know this. It's like mercurium, mercurium. It's called mouth. It's mercurium. Um, it's merconium. That's what it's called. It's thick, dark, black, tarry. And you're like, Merconium sounds like a craft beer you would drink. <laughs> hey, merconium. It's on me. <laughs> oh, a, you don't a, want merconium on you? That's a terrible tagline for a beer. <laughs> Who Even a legitimate beer is like Budweiser. It's on me. I kind of want to make, I kind of want to do a homebrew now. That's like a dark, like, like. Uh, like a See porter. if anyone gets it. It's like like a like a make a dark porter, <laughs> put a fancy label on it, and call it Merconium. Like Merconium. it's such a nice, you know, like yeah. Mer- is the, it Merconium? Merconium. Merconium. Yeah. Merconium. So Belgian's a, finest. A, a, like a super dark like porter. You and- gotta make it like Missouri's finest Mer- Merconium. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So it starts out as that, and then like you see your first like you know greenish thing and it's all seedy and it's like this is good and like okay and then like just lately it's just been straight yellow like mustard i don't yeah it's amazing what the human body will do when it's going through changes it's amazing to clean up it's easy to clean up right now i imagine that's going to change like once solids get introduced it's probably just gonna just like because the funniest thing she has true cochrane shits she poops like her dad she farts like her dad and it's the best i it's there's nothing funnier than holding your child Looking at her, she's staring up at you, making all these funny faces, like just trying to figure out how her face works. Right, right, right. Babies don't even know that their hands are their own, so they're like constantly hitting themselves Smacking in the themselves, face. They're yeah. like, I don't know what this is. They're just trying to get the most. And they just look down. at you, and they like they lack eyes with you, and they kind of like make an O face, like oh hello, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and you're like, oh, you were just pushing that out. Like her legs go straight. I'm like, oh, look at you, and <laughs> she goes, and she goes. <laughs> And you're like, oh, does, you were you're pushing out a poop. Does does her does the look on her face like is it almost a look of shock like trying to like does does she have a visceral reaction to Not it? Not really. She's kind of like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like that happened. It kind of was like, had to do it. <laughs> and sometimes I can't tell if it's a fart or if it's a poop. So you're sure that something came out. I like. There's been times where I told you this. I was like, oh god, that's that's gonna be awful. And I opened it up. And there's nothing there. <laughs> Where'd like, where, where the poop go? <laughs> I was like, and there's just nothing there. Where's the poop? I was like, where's the poop? Right. That's, I was like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> but it's pretty awesome. Like all That's the so cool. all the stupid cliches that you hear about, they're they're real. Like like what? Just as soon as she came out, I started crying. Like I was like, this is awesome. It's just like my bet. One of my Colby, you you said this to me, and, and this one goes out to you. He, my friend Colby, uh, he had his daughter about 15 years ago. Okay. And uh, I told him, I was like, oh, man, I just, you know, just had my, you know, my daughter was just born and everything like that. And he's like, uh, did you watch it happen? I go, yeah. He goes, did you cry? You cried, didn't you? I go, yeah. How'd you know? He goes, I know. 
He goes, it's only going to get worse. He goes, you're going to cry at Disney movies. You're going to cry at a whole bunch of other shit. He goes, you're basically going to be a pussy now. So get used to it. And like, I was like, everything oh. has a different meaning to it now. Yeah, yeah. he's like, there's so much more. Like, there's Doug, I, Doug can't. I, Doug can't watch any Kate Hudson movie without just losing it. It's one of those things where I, I'm like, I hope that's not true because right. I. But I'm also concerned because I know one a lot of parents like once this happens, like they can't watch movies where kids are in distress, right? Or they and can't you love play. watching Kitty uh, snuff films. I, I mean, do. That's, yeah, just pillow over face. Right. Good night. Shut. What's it called? It's like go the fuck to sleep. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> there you go. It's like, uh, or, you know, some people can't play video games, like, where right. there's kids. What was it, the uh, Dead Island? Or? Yeah, Dead Island, yeah. like that trailer, like, yeah. you know, people watch that and they couldn't handle it because it depicts a girl who turns into a zombie and gets thrown out of a window. By her father, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's, Spoiler. Right? Um, so I'm hoping that doesn't happen to me, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, we'll see as it goes along. Time, time will tell. Yeah, I mean, it's like, even today when I went to work, this guy goes, uh, when she was born... You saw her. He goes, it was over, wasn't it? He goes, it was over. I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. Same thing happened to me. My girl was born. I looked at her. I'm like, it's over. It's, it's she, she's she's got me. I'm that, done. That, that's it. I, that's it. It's over. So yeah. do you think that she grows up, she's gonna have you wrapped around her little fucking finger? Jill keeps saying that. I the things that I look forward to more than anything are watching Star Wars with her. Watching if she'll do it with you, she will. You have to you have to come to, to come to grips with. There might come a time. When she just looks at you and goes, Dad, you're fucked. Well, no. Well, the thing is, when she's young enough, she'll just do it because she'll do it. It's when she gets older. She'll do it because she'll do it. She'll I do can't it because she'll be. It. I can't wait for you to hit that wall where you're like, oh, she'll do it. And then she says no. Because the thing that's going to suck is like watching it the first time and she's not going to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And she's just, I'm like, there's going to be like, these are powerful moments. <laughs> and you're not understanding what's happening. Remember these. You know, it's like I gotta save those for the right time. Right, like right, when right. she finds out that Darth Vader is Luke, Luke's Luke's father, like I want I want that moment to happen. What? You're welcome. Spoiler alert. You son of a bitch. That's right. I was gonna watch him this weekend. Sorry, bud. You suck. Yeah. That and I want to play board games with her. <laughs> like like Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan. She's gonna be a little settler. Oh yeah. I like that sort of stuff and just She's like, gonna be a little sheep. A little yeah. baba watching, you know, watching like Marvel movies yeah, and yeah. things like that. Like, I cannot wait to to do that sort of stuff. However, Practical Doug is still deeply rooted in my head. So things that's gonna be the thing is when she's gonna say stuff that doesn't make sense. And I'm gonna be like, no, that doesn't make sense. And here's why. Right, right. I pay taxes and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so until you pay taxes, oh, I cannot wait. Okay, can I tell you what another thing I can't wait for? What's that? Is when. <laughs> Is when she gets to the point when the hormones start kicking in. Oh. When she gets to the the ever popular teenage years. I and this ha- and years. this is not just a commentary Ugh. on girls. This is no, it's any, when, a, oh. when a teenager happens, like when Oof. those hormones kick in, and you just there's no rationalizing with any thought What's, in their head. It's funny too because I've heard people talk about how they like they'll see a baby after having a kid, and they see a baby and like, oh, I want to have a baby. Even though they have teenagers and stuff, they're like, oh, I want to have a baby because a baby is a blank slate. Right. A right. baby eats. <clears throat> a baby sleeps and a baby poops there's no complex needs and you can project any of your crazy shit onto that baby that baby can't talk yet right which is good and bad because you're like what's wrong with you (laughs) but at the same time it doesn't it doesn't go like i want the new iphone 
Right. It's like I want I need cool clothes. Right. It's not like I need I need affection and food. That's it's it. It's like yeah. I need I need food, I need to sleep, and right. I need to poop. Right. Like that's it. And there's nothing else. Eventually she's gonna learn to lie, yep. which is <laughs> a sign of intelligence. She's gonna she's gonna want candy. She's gonna be like, I don't want to eat that because I think it's gross. And part of me is gonna be like, I get you, that I because I'm say, picky. You can't. But argue you have with to. That. But you have to eat this. It doesn't matter. How if are Daddy, you gonna do that to your daughter? How in the hell are you gonna? do I'm that I'm gonna to your lie daughter? and tell her that Santa Claus is real too. What you don't hear you complaining about that? No, because that's a magical lie, Douglas. <laughs> it's a magical lie. Brussels sprouts are not a magical lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a lot of but that. Are, sort okay, of stuff. let me ask you this then: Are yeah. you are you going are you going to eat it? Like, see, look, I'll have a bite. You have a bite. Like, will you put that's yourself giving, into that's that That's giving position? her the power, and I refuse to give her the power. <laughs> she has to know that she does what Dad says, or she doesn't eat. <laughs> I can't wait for these conversations to happen. Oh, they're going to be amazing. I love it. That's one of my favorite things. Because one of two things will happen is either, is either you're going to just slaughter in those conversations, and you are going to be, like, the enforcer, or you're going to have the way you think it's going to go, and you're... You're oh, going to yeah. get destroyed. I can't wait to see how one that of, goes It's going to go one of the two ways. I have a feeling right now I'm on the side of I'm going to slaughter in those yeah. situations because I'm going to set a standard, which is like, do what daddy says or you don't get what you want. And I'll bet you $10, I'll bet you $10 right now, any parent that you, that you poll has had the, the same thought. And there will be a the, weak moment. I 100% agree. My, there is, uh, in case in point, my, my cousins uh, have, a, have a, a, a child, <clears throat> and... Um, they, they, they. I remember at one point uh, she was saying that, uh, you know, we never wanted to be the parents who handed the f- the kid the iPhone and just here, yeah. what put the, put the kid in front of the television. Here's sure. an iPhone, whatever. Yeah. There are kids going to be different, this and that. And now when we go out, they'll hand him the iPhone. And she, she one time remarked that, you know, you never think you're going to be that, but it's he's just too fucking much. like it's fine. So you're just you throw your hands up. You're just like fuck it. Hundred percent. Whatever shuts you up and sits you down. Like, yeah. No. You just I, do what you gotta do. It's a survival instinct. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because it's like and not that you can do that ninety percent of the time. Like uh-huh. do the right thing, and then that other ten percent of the time, it's like here, just do this. Right. Go. Just do. Do just you think whatever. Yeah. I can't. I can't do this I right can't now. Right now. And that's fine. And I. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna do my best to stick with what I, my principles work. Sure, sure, I'm going sure. to cave. <laughs> I'm going to cave. I'm going to be like, yeah. you know what? In this moment, it's, this is the easiest. The yeah. path of least resistance. We're going to do that. It's going to be such an interesting uh, dynamic because I think that she will. I think you are just sensitive mm-hmm. and nice enough of a guy yeah. to where the daddy's little girl syndrome is going to plague you. Yeah. But at the same time, practical, practical Doug. Doug. It's going to be like Bruce Banner yeah. fighting the Hulk. It's going to yes. be this, like, duality inside 100%. of you, just like, damn it! It's going to be like, you're just a child, but the things you're asking don't make sense. <laughs> like, the other day, my uh, 10-year-old niece was like, they were, she was coming by to see the, the baby, and she was she is the night. I think I've told you the story, but mm-hmm. she is the nicest, the nicest girl. She cares about everybody. Right, like, right, right, right. When she's in Chicago, she seems homeless people, and she feels horrible for them. She wants to help them. Right. And she's just like, we play Settlers of Catan. She's willing to give me all of her resources for terrible deals because she doesn't understand how it works, but she just wants to help. Right, right. But then she just randomly, we were sitting around, and she was just randomly goes, did you guys read the story about the guy that killed the baby? And I was like, that's really vague. Can you elaborate? And she goes, Also pretty intense for a 10-year-old. Yeah, I was like, can you elaborate? Like, what do you? What did you read? What's about? She goes, I don't really know, but I think this guy hurt, the, hurt a baby, and now they're going to kill him. I'm like, 
who is going to kill him? What are you talking about? Right. And she was just like, I was just giving her a hard time because I love doing that to kids. I'm the worst. And she was like, oh, well, I don't know. He's just, all I know is that he hurt a baby and now they're going to do something to him. I go, do you agree with that? And she goes, well, yeah. I go, Ella, you are the nicest girl I've ever met. I was like, you care so much for everyone, but how can you be for capital punishment? <laughs> and she just stared at me. And she goes, what? I go, let me put this this to your way. Do you, do you think that guy was wrong for hurting that baby? She goes, yeah. I go, do you think he should die? She goes, yeah. I go, would you flip the switch? Jesus Christ, man. And she just kind of sat there and stared at me. And I go, the person who car- who passes a sentence should carry out the sentence. Ned Stark. Yeah, like, yeah, and I referenced yeah, Ned yeah. Stark from, uh, from Game of Thrones. And I was like, you just sit there and think about that. <laughs> She's 10. She has you no gun. You somehow <laughs> scarred that child for life. She brought it up, man. She brought, she brought it up. Look, my, my, 30, my 33-year-old self should know better, should not know better than a 10-year-old. That's the thing is I'm around adults too much, like I'm around comedians too much, where we're we're constantly challenging each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. challenge, we're trying to expand our horizons. So when it, that that's what Practical Doug took over and was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Would you kill this man, Ella? Wait, you 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 are totally for helping people, but you're all for capital punishment. This doesn't make sense. She's ten. She doesn't know where she stands on these. She can flip complex She's not a these complex issues, but I challenge her on it because that's at the same time though. I do I do believe I was like it's really easy to say I think someone should die. It's sure. like cool. Would you do it? Right. It's like the scene in Dark Knight. Yeah. You know? Well, here's well, but let me put this out to you. I think, you know, I totally feel that my toilet should get, you know, snaked. Okay. I'm not going to be the one to do it. I'm going to hire that out. And there's nothing wrong with that because I'll probably break the toilet. Sure. Well, I'm the same way. I'd be terrible at that. Right. But you wouldn't be terrible at killing somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I may suck at it. You literally have to flip the switch. Right, but what if I don't, like, get the connection just right? That's not you. What That's- if I don't put the What if I don't put the water on the head? Oh, if you, you know, did, just like and it I just didn't like know the them. sponge was supposed to be wet. <laughs> How many times you piss on the toilet seat before you put it up? <laughs> Name that movie. Nice. I recorded that on AMC. I've been watching a lot of movies. I was just saying, you're you're breaking your code about watching them on television. I so. will hit AMC's a little bit better, not much. It's a little bit better because they still edit it, but they play decent movies on yeah. AMC. But I've been watching a ton of movies with my kid. Yeah, like great ones like first of all second day she was alive she was in my arms and we watched guardians of the galaxy so she's officially baptized yeah had a boy then we watched jaws 2 predator yeah. 2 silence of the lambs 2 uh <laughs> <laughs> uh we we watching all the bad sequels first uh what else did we watch tremors um we watched uh oh oh it follows um Ooh. um but Question about that. I know we talked about that with Drew, with Drew a little bit. It was, that's the one about where yeah, you, it's basically you have sex with someone and you pass along this curse where right. this entity follows you. It's an you STD demon. And it tries to basically ST kill demon. you. And my first thing out of the gate was I was just like, why don't you go sleep with a prostitute? Because if you pass it along, it'll then go after that person. Right, but if he kills that person, does it come back after you? Then? Yeah, but a prostitute's going to have sex with a lot of different people. Oh, so you're increasing your chances yeah. of getting this thing. Yeah. Like you're 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 in the your your name goes behind in the queue quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, and it will go right back up the chain. 
to whoever. Right, right, right. Yeah. So but I'm like, just have sex with the prostitute. Right. I was having all these questions. See, that's okay. Back to this. We're so off topic at this point. But the, back to that movie. Like, my question is like, who's patient zero? A hundred percent. Well, like, it doesn't and, matter. And does it? Does it? When it gets like, let's say it get, could, could get back to patient zero. Like, let's say all of a sudden the demon had like a really good streak, and like people just were not paying attention, and it made its way back through the chain and just killed everyone. Got back to patient zero, and the pa- patient zero is like, it's been fifteen years, <laughs> you know. I see you're here again. Take me. And it kills patient zero. And what happens to the demon? Has it fulfilled its purpose? That's a great question. I can't like, answer that. I want, that's the kind of shit where I can't, in movies like that, I can't, I can't enjoy the movie because I'm like, I want backstory. I want to know what happens oh, after. Oh, I was asking all sorts before. of questions. Yeah. I was like, okay, does fellatio count? <laughs> what if you do it in the butt? Does that count? Is it only penis and vagina? What if you're gay? Like, I'm asking all these questions. I'm like, there's a lot of quality. It's like gremlins. Right, you know, right, right, right. Can't eat after midnight. Well, based on what time what zone? What time zone? Right. You know, like what? There's all these things. I'm like, I'm just driving Jill nuts. I'm just like, what about this? And what about that? Right, right. And what right. about this? I was like, okay, if you know that you've been infected, what if you just like fly over to another country? The thing will slowly follow. It will get there eventually. Just get a sales job, man. Right. Fly all over the place. It's just gonna walk slowly. Now, is the person that you had sex with? They're possessed with the thing, right? Person, and do they kill you, or does the thing... I might have to just watch this movie. It, it's it's artier movie than I expected. It's okay. from the Studio A24, which okay, yeah. has more artsy movies. Yeah. It's a great movie. They I definitely... Re- and, uh, yes. Yeah. I definitely recommend people watch it. Um, it's it's pretty creepy. All right. It's something... It's the idea that this thing is always going to be haunting you, like, okay. forever. Right. And the thing is, like Drew said when we talked about it, like, it's nothing... Uh, it's it's not like this thing is sprinting after you. It's just slowly approaching you. Okay. But it can take any form that it wants. Okay. It can be someone that you know. Could it can be, be a, can be a complete, complete stranger. Could it be a deer? I don't know if it can do an animal shifting. Mm-hmm. It, it messes with you a lot. It's like right. when this guy describes it, he's like, it. He goes, he's like telling you, he's like, Duh. it could be just disguised in a crowd of people. Yeah. So you won't know. He goes, sometimes it'll be someone you know. He goes, I think it likes to do something you know, be someone you know, to mess with you. And, and that person will like so that that per, quote unquote person you know will come at you with a machete or something like no, that. No, it, it doesn't have any weapons. Like, how does it kill you then? Does it drown you? Uh, like, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, does it physically like cause harm, or does it just like it's varied just ways suck your soul? It's varied ways how right. it kills you, and it's pretty interesting. All stuff. right, I'll have to watch but it. Definitely recommend it. You guys checking out. Speaking, Speaking of, of watching movies, things, oh my gosh! First off, congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, and very uh, happy for it. Cannot yeah. wait to meet the little nerd. Oh, she is going to be a giant nerd, yeah. and I love her. Um, but we had a suggestion from our good friend Drew. Um, maybe suggestion, maybe a challenge, maybe a little bit of both. I suppose. Um, he suggested that we watch this short film uh, called World of Tomorrow and then immediately break it down. And this, so this was obviously based off of Doug has wanted to do for a while. Yes. Where Drew, he and I, Drew, Doug and I all sit down, watch Predestination. Predestination. I always want to say Primer. Predestination. Primer would also be good. Well, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> We watch Predestination and imme- like have the podcast stuff set up and then immediately hit record and start talking about it. Drew is viscerally against it mm-hmm. because he's just like, it will not be as interesting as you think it's going to be. Drew says, he's like, I need time to digest things and think about them. I don't do the on-the-cuff talk like you guys do and this and that. So we'll see. We're, we're still... Working that one through. But I would settle for just you and I breaking it down. That could, that could be kind of like an ongoing thing. Like you had suggested we watch Song of the South as well. Yes. Oh, boy. All right. I'm on board for it. The, then the reason, let me, let me 
let me say why I suggested is because the reason anytime anything remotely racist comes up in the news or anything like that, Doug always references the song of the South as like, <laughs> well, you know, there's this in America's history. So I'm like, there's everyone's seen clips. Have everyone yeah. seen the zippity doodah, uh, you know, yeah. the, 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 the rabbit. music video, if you want to call it, I yeah. guess the whatever. But like, I don't, I, I don't know anyone who's ever actually watched from beginning to end. Well, definitely you can't find. I know you'll be able to find. Oh, it somewhere. I'll, we'll pirate. But the they shit don't. Out of it. Uh, they don't. That movie's not released anywhere for good reason. But I feel like if <laughs> Philly, if we watch that one, it's going to be one of those where we watch it and then we turn it on and we just go, oh boy, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk. Like that was just sickening. See, I I I, I picked Predestination because the second I was done with that movie, I felt like I needed to, to like unwrap it you needed to talk it out with someone exactly and, get, yeah. and there was no one else in yeah. the room so i did it with myself i was like okay well i mean so, sometimes that happens you know sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes there's boys. no one else in the room you just gotta do it by yourself yeah so uh yeah so to, so to this so drew i think you know in that challenge where he didn't want to do something i think this is his way of distracting us into doing yes. something else he suggested we watch what's called world of tomorrow you can find this on netflix and we know nothing about this. No, we, he, and he didn't pref- He didn't tell us why he wanted yeah. us to watch it. He just says, watch this and then record the podcast right after it. Sure. So it says on there, it says, a little girl answers a video phone and begins an extraordinary journey of memory and discovery guided by her own clone 227 years in the future. So this looks interesting. It's Released only- in 2015, yeah, only 16 minutes. 16 minutes. So we're going to... We're going to pause the, the podcast here. We're going to watch this, then we're going to get right back on, and we're going to break this bad boy down. So hopefully it'll be interesting. There we go. And uh, we're back. And we're back. Guys, we just watched it. I think needless to say, spoiler alert for World of Tomorrow, we're about to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're going to watch it, uh, pa- pa- again, pause it, watch it, and then come back to this. But It's uh, only 16 minutes. Yeah. So, um, so I will say, initially, I... Uh, I was uh, I didn't think it was going to be animated. I didn't either. Which, yeah, I was I was actually kind of expecting like a uh, an actual um, like live action um, interpretation of whatever the world of tomorrow is. But yeah, so didn't think it was going to be animated. Um, but I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting. It it uh, it was funny. Yeah, and it was serious, and it definitely touched on a lot of Doug motifs. Yes, such yes. as we're all doomed. <laughs> yeah i mean it, the, i mean it, it 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 fell very much in line with what we had talked about as far as time travel goes yes. uh, a few few podcasts ago uh where it was I'm, i mean basically what happens is the girl uh there's a girl who gets contacted by a clone of your future self so in the world of tomorrow um you are impregnated with a clone of yourself and you give birth to that clone and that's how you li- and you your conscience is transferred to that that clone and that's how you move on that's how you live on yeah so a third generation clone contacted the prime clone the first clone or the first person yes and uh revealed that the world was going to be ending and there was a memory that she had forgotten that she wanted to get back from the main the original clone mm-hmm. or the original the prime mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> i actually thought it was interesting their their take on on time travel that was hilarious yeah the idea that um it's <laughs> It's still very risky, and you could end up in space or right. in the crust of the earth. It was surprisingly funny. Like yeah. this, there's a there was a lot of very dry humor in there, which yeah, is really 100%. funny. Yeah, yeah, it was just funny too because the little girl is like five and she right. has no idea what's going on. Right, at all. Right. Like she just runs up to this machine, which I originally thought it was a guy like with a, a dick, 
because it was like two dimensional. They're like stick figures, and I just yeah, yeah. like it's just like a little thing going. I'm like, he's got a boner, and she runs up to it, and it's just like a console. She just starts playing with it, and it's like, hello, Emily Prime, right? And she's just like waffles <laughs> like she doesn't understand anything that's happening right and, like right. the clone is talking about like really it's kind of like what i was talking about earlier with my niece talking about very serious things that this child has no idea right 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 what yeah. they are whatsoever yeah and she's like in the future here's how we do things and like it's it's just cuckoo crazy it's they live in the, there's what's called the uh in in present day we have the internet they have mm-hmm. what's called the outer <laughs> the outer net essentially the world is the internet like it's yes. it's all interconnected and you can say a color and the background, your world changes to that color and it's very, yeah. yeah. It kind of mixes time travel with virtual reality, with uh, cloning yourself. With It's essentially every Mind Gap podcast we've done yes. up to this point. Transhumanism. <laughs> right? It's, it's uh, yeah. yeah. Like, the thing I thought was interesting too was the idea that the wealthiest people make clones. The less wealthy people will put upload their digital conscience into a cube. Right. And then their digital conscience will like live on and she was talking about here is your grandfather who we put in this cube and he's written a hundred letters within the first hour of being in there because an hour for us is four years for him let us read a letter from your grandfather oh god oh god oh god oh god oh god she goes we send him books and and we download things for him to entertain himself right. while he's in the cube every week i i upload the uh, the newest books and movies for his entertainment yeah, yeah. i was like god what a miserable right so the thing that was sad for me was like the idea of it, the futility of trying to survive right well and also the fact that as you get older uh or as as the clones go on they uh they seem to they seem to lose emotions yes and it's because so Emily Prime was very five year old colors and waffles and oh mm-hmm. butterfly and like she was very Do you like my cars right she was very excited about playing and interacting and and there's a lot of feeling there and the third generation clone was you know hello Emily Prime this is the world we live in yes. in three days time the earth will be destroyed by a meteorite yeah. and like it's very just very calculated which absolutely very, helps a lot with I, the humor I fell in love with the rock on the moon. The mm-hmm. Rock and I had a relationship. Yes, it was sparkly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's very. She falls in love with inanimate objects, and like yeah. it was very, again, odd, dry humor. But uh, it, it kind of worked on the on the sense of the more you clone yourself, the less of you it is. It's yes. just a shell. You lose that that spirit, that soul, that personality, that whatever. You have all those memories, but are they worth anything are they, at that are, point? Is it you still? Are yeah. they yours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the part that was probably the saddest was when she's telling a story. She goes, I have a memory that I'm going to take you into now of a clone that they had at an art museum. Right. And essentially, it was a clone that didn't have a brain, I think she yep. said. Yep. And they kept him in a capsule. And they basically, the art project was you got to watch this this clone grow old. Right. And people loved in it. In real time. In real time. They yeah. would come by. They would eat their lunch and watch it. Some people would bring the school kids by so they can look at the anatomy of it. Some people just really enjoyed it, and it eventually grew to be 72 years old, and then it died, and they just quietly removed it. Removed no, it. no media, no pomp and circumstance. It just They removed it from the exhibit, and the exhibit was closed. Yeah. Yeah. That was really sad to me, the idea that you could create this clone but remove its brain, and it's like, ooh, right. it's art. You can right, just yeah. watch it. Yeah. But it, I was also thinking it goes with the theme of, like, you, you're going to die no matter what. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's – yeah, it, it, it definitely – that was – I mean – Anytime, kind of bring this back to transhumanism. Anytime that you, you know, 
anytime you you transmit your conscious into something else, like it's just it's a colder, less personal version of what you know. It's it's just yeah. yeah it's it's not all of that is unappealing to me, as you all very well know. From oh yeah. my stance on transhumanism and like all that sort of stuff. I the idea of transferring my conscious onto something else. Yeah. To live forever, don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. I have no interest in it. And I think it's futile. So I agree with kind of like the overall message of like just enjoy what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And enjoy the present. Enjoy all these moments because there was a great line where it's like the thing about the present is you can't enjoy it until it becomes the past. Or, you know, you take it for granted until you until it becomes the past. Or right. Something, along something like that. Basically saying like you don't enjoy what's happening until you look back on it and you enjoy the memory of it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you let you let the, the the present pass you by. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like also in the theme of improv as well, just being present of, right. in the moment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoying and, and reacting to that. So I, I agree with that 100%. The idea of like, oh my God, I can't die because I need to transfer. I need to keep doing stuff. I'm like, man, if I'm lazy now, I'm going to be lazy in the future. <laughs> you know what? I'll just put in the next clone. I'll do it then. I'll do yeah. That next clone's going to deal with it. It's I like don't when need Napster to. first came out, it's like, I have access to every song ever. I guess I'll just get this one, get this <laughs> song. I'll never listen to it. Right, right. But I'll get it. I can't tell you how many times I've done that with Steam. I'm like, wow, this game's only five bucks. It's normally 40. I guess I should buy it. Right. I have no interest in playing it, I, but I bought it. Never in my life would I look at give this a no. second look. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's like 85% off, man. I got to do that. That's like, I mean, the money, the math. Makes me need five to do bucks. It. If I never play it, who gives a shit? It's five bucks. Right. But I'm like, are you going to play it? Right. No. Then why buy it? Right, right, right. You're an idiot. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I thought that was firstly really creatively drawn. It yeah. was very, and it was very well acted, voice acted, and it had a great, weird. It's a weird little. One of the funniest parts for me is she was talking about how like the Earth is about to get hit by um, a meteor. So the uh, Less wealthy are we're using what was it uh uh uh, uh what's it? It was <laughs> the time tra- they were using time travel but it, it was like uh <laughs> it was a, a less costly time travel it right, was right, cheap right. Ch- cheap time travel so they were all ending up in the atmosphere and dying right yeah they and were, then they were falling back into the earth so they were their bodies were igniting like essentially comets. shooting stars yeah yes and the girl was like oh pretty I'll count them one uh, yeah. two and she starts she's like them. what yeah. are they she's like they're dead bodies <laughs> 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 they're corpses right again very much like you and Ella yes. it's just yeah that's a dead body they're dead they're dead bodies that's a burning dead body coming back she's into like the oh pretty yep they're corpses yeah. just as they fall back into the the atmosphere what was interesting about the the way it was drawn though i thought it wasn't uh it was very um it was very rough sketch animation yes like it wasn't it wasn't like finely drawn like pixar or disney like it wasn't no. really well like it was it was basically just a, a moving like, sketch yeah it was like yeah. stick figures and right things like that but, but it, it was very it, well done it the message got across like i think that in that simplicity and with all the other stuff that was moving around kind of the abstract lines and things like that yeah they they conveyed a, a lot of information actually and uh, yeah. I, the thing about that what what really struck me about that movie is that it was actually really well thought out yeah like the 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 logic behind like i would actually have to go i, I kind of want to go back and like watch it in chunks and pause it and yeah. actually think about what they just said because there's actually a lot like you know they went through and actually on a whiteboard probably drew a timeline oh, <laughs> like 100%. yeah they, they actually did their 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 debate on this stuff sure. absolutely yeah yeah, they or maybe they were listening gap. to Mind Gap podcast. That's and they probably made what it. they were doing back in 2015. I'm just saying we were rocking it in 2015, right. baby. <laughs> no, that was fun. I I really in, in, enjoyed that uh, 
uh, I would recommend anyone check it out. It's 16 minutes. So it's a super easy watch. It's not yeah. gonna. It's not gonna kill you. It's not gonna break creative. your bank. Yeah. Not gonna break your time bank. Your your time bank. Yeah. Because we all have got a time bank. Well, I mean, according to this, you know, we true. Yeah. Like yeah. We should make we should make an animated shirt that's called Time Bank. Time Bank for kids. <laughs> I don't know what so you're we, doing with that. I don't know what you do with the Time Bank for kids, but whatever. I feel like it's a prison for kids. Yeah, it's like that 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 prism in S- Superman. One and two that he traps, yeah, Zodan. Yep, and they're just like ah, <laughs> floating through space. Um, yeah, so I definitely recommend it. Thank you to Drew for for telling us to check that out. Um, essentially, just reaffirming everything we've ever talked about on this podcast. Yeah, pretty much. I see why he was like, "You guys need to watch this right. podcast about it because it's basically yeah, yeah, it's right up our alley." <laughs> now, which and the thing that I I, I wish I had done is I, I was going to grab my notebook and take notes because I was going to do that too. There's so many nuances, but I just totally forgot to when when we do. Predestination. predestination when we do that one you'll need a notebook i need yeah i'm, I'm definitely gonna grab a notebook because there's 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 definitely there's little nuances that i wanted to capture yeah so um hopefully we can do that sometime soon i'd love to just first of all i just kind of want to see, see you that's why immediately i want to get on here because i want you to be like wait what <laughs> so hi guys welcome to mind gap podcast i'm doug i'm justin what <laughs> all right pause we're gonna watch this and then the, the first thing back is like what <laughs> What? What? Yeah, it's it's a wonderful movie starring Ethan Hawke. He's a great. He's, I I I I've been wanting to rewatch it again recently. Yeah. I'm like, but wait, just wait, <laughs> so we can do this do this thing right. Yeah, and watch it and uh, and enjoy. It. It's a pretty quick movie. I think it's only an hour and a half. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll pretty. It's an then. independent film, so it's it's they don't really have too much fat on it. Yeah. So I wanted to bring up a topic. Let's do it. Uh, uh, before before we wrap up and throw down. I wanted to bring up a topic. Let's do it. So today, they released a new trailer mm-hmm. for Civil War. They did. Right. And they introduced a character. They got a little glimpse of a character. Uh-huh. Yeah. And do uh, you want to go ahead and, and talk about the, who they introduced and, sure. and, and kind of the way that... Uh, well, first off, what were your thoughts on the, the trailer? Uh, I loved it. I thought it was even better than the first trailer, honestly. Yeah, I thought it was great. They had a lot. They really played up the uh, the... They basically did what Batman vs Superman should have done. They played up the not that anim- we're biased at all. They played up the animosity between right. uh, Iron Man and Captain America, and you can see this one was a little more like the first one was cool because it's like, oh, cool, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's Bucky and Captain America right. They're- fighting Iron Man, but this one gives you you're seeing a little more of a reason, like right. Looks, and some pure anger between the two of them, like yes. like just really angry. Exactly, and which is going to make for an interesting Infinity War. Like, oh yeah. how are they going to reunite? To like, it's like I, I like where they're setting it up, and I like. Um, I was great because you get to see Ant Man in action, right. yeah, which yeah. was awesome. Um, and I, Black Panther looks like such a badass. I'm very curious. I don't know anything about that character, so I'm very oh curious to, to read more and see more about him. Watching him run down that tunnel is awesome. Chasing after Bucky, he's just like yeah. moving so goddamn fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like that point where yeah. he's on the roof and they shoot at him and like bullets are ricocheting just, off yeah. him. Yeah, he's, he's like, just he whatever. turns. He's like, what? Yeah, yeah like yeah. he's completely. Just what whatever. I was shocked at is I didn't realize that. Uh, uh, ScarJo was on the opposite side of uh, of Chris Evans, yeah. of uh, of uh, Captain America. What yeah. is her name? Black Widow. Black Widow did not realize that they were they took opposite sides. Yeah, because in the in the trailer she says something to Tony almost as if it was like threatening, like 
Yeah. Like, you know, basically watch your back. Watch your back. And yeah. then like she's on a set, which is I think I think she does. She has more compassion and more understanding for Captain because in the first trailer she's like, "Hey, please don't get involved with this." Right. Yeah. You know, please stay out of it yeah, because, yeah. you know, I she does like and respect Cap, and I think for whatever reason, she sides with with. Well, Tony. she's a military person. I, you know, what I mean, I think. But at, at Hawkeye heart, sides with with Captain America. He he does he does he does yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. And uh, it was cool to see. Uh, I think she's Witch. got more. She's got more red in her ledger. Oh shit! And so, if you will, and so I think she's. Uh, I think this is her way of atonement. Like this is her way of like I want to do right. Well, I, I can think there's an easy argument to either side. Like sure, you can look at it and be like, yeah. I mean, they're showing clips of Avengers of Captain America Winter Soldier, of Age of Ultron, of all the collateral damage of this sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. easy to be like, hey, look, we can't have this anymore. Right. We've got to have more you know, red tape. Yeah. But obviously more red tape means more bureaucracy, right. more opportunity, especially after Cap seeing all the stuff that happened with Hydra and S.H.I.E.L.D. He's right, like, right. I'm not doing that. I don't or, know. First off, I don't know who you guys are. Who are you sure. working for? Whereas, like, with Tony, for him, it's, like, the burden of I've created this situation where, right. you know, there's other things out he there. He was indirectly responsible for, you know, the last uh, Avengers. So, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, no, that, but even before that, you know, he got that vision, you know, from uh, Scarlet Witch of, like, horrible things happening. He's like, we have to protect this. Right. this we, we must protect this house. Right. And uh, because of that, he has this burden on his shoulders that he's created this issue, this mm-hmm, problem, mm-hmm. and he has to fix it. And he really does that with Ultron, bringing Ultron and things like that. I think he feels responsible right. for that. So he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm on board. Someone needs to police us. We can't police ourselves. I don't trust myself. Right. And Cap is on the other side of it. And so I under- the thing I like about it is I understand both of their sides. Right. It comes aclo- across very – not to mention you throw in Bucky – who has killed Stark's right. dad and is still alive? Right, 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 you know, right, it right. just it just adds more emotion to it. And then, obviously, Cap's you know Bucky's friend and everything yeah. like that. There's it a lot of awesome. levels, to, layers to this. Hundred like, percent. Yeah. You know, and not yeah. only that, then you see you know it was cool to see Scarlet Witch actually like bring Vision down in the trailer, which was crazy. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, like what a, the who the hell's gonna stop Vision? A snippet of it, just teeny tiny snippet. And she'd be the only one that could probably could yeah, yeah. You know, bring him down because, and I th- I find it interesting like to see who's on whose team. Black Panther makes sense because it oh, yeah. looks like a bomb goes off in his country. Right. He's like, he's all right, like, fuck this. Yeah. And they think it's uh, you know, they think it's the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, you know, so yeah. he's that's why yeah. he's like, nope, that's cool. I'm not right. going to be that. Um, and then to see Vision on Tony's side, I can kind of make. I think he's a very logical and reasonable creature, right? Well, you know, also he's f- from he's spent. I mean, Jarvis has spent so much time with Tony. Like, it, I mean, it makes sense that he would be that. I think he could look at it going like humans are their own worst enemy. Right, they're fallible. So yeah. it makes sense to have some sort of control, right. Over them, put some checks and balances in place. Obviously, yeah. Brody's on his side, no matter yeah. what. And right. then on right. Cap's side, to have Hawkeye is interesting. I'd be curious to see, yeah. Yeah. why he's on, why he sides with Tony. Ant Man uh, makes Ant Man makes sense because yeah. he's he's a criminal at heart. Like he started out as a criminal, so he obviously doesn't want government sticking their nose in it. Well, I also think that he looks up to Cap a lot. Right, right. He right. holds Captain America in high regard. You know, as was as Falcon and right. stuff. And Falcon obviously is going to follow Captain wherever he goes. Wherever he and, goes, yeah. And Scarlet Witch is not going to side with with Tony. <laughs> he, no, he's she hates him <laughs> already. What? Why does she wait? Why does she hate him? Because uh, Stark's uh, uh, technology dist- murdered her family. 
Oh, right. So right, she's right, like, right, that's right. the reason why they signed up for the program anyway, to become like the super, right. the non-mutants, right. if you will. The specials. The specials, yeah. you know. Whatever so. the fuck they're calling me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, so doesn't, and Hulk, I don't think, is in this. No, which is... It's he's in Ragnarok, actually. I think he's going to be have a significant role in Thor. So, you know, yeah, Thor's not in this either, which I actually mm-hmm. kind of like the fact that, because, I mean, that's... I that's mean, a tipping point. <laughs> yeah, otherwise... Who's got the Hulk? Otherwise, it's Avengers again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, not I, that. I think uh, the Hulk, he, you can't control the Hulk anyway. Well, no. You, uh, we, a, you can't control the Hulk, but B, like, again, like, from a uh, from a from uh, uh, actual movie standpoint, you can't... Just throw all of the guys back in and go. No, this is a Captain America movie. Like it, that's n- true. No, it, it's the Avengers again. You're doing nice, another Avengers. movie. It's nice not to have like the most powerful ones like Thor and right. Hulk, the gods and the demigods. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that gets a little too ridiculous. Right, right. This is actual, actual, if we can, people, if you will. Yeah. Going at each other. It's not an a a, uh, a limitless power supply and a demigod. Like it's sure. yeah, yeah. And it makes sense because you're right. This should be more focused on the Captain. Captain America, right? Yeah, you know, and not. So I'm really actually hoping that these other guys. I want to see them in mm-hmm. here. I want to. I cannot wait to see them. But I'm really hoping that they're bit players. Like I I'm think the, super hoping that it's Stark and, and Cap. It's Stark and Cap, and I think Black Panther plays a huge role. Right. Yes, yeah. because in yeah. the comics, uh, Spider-Man plays a major role in a sense that he's originally on Tony's side, and then he switches and goes back to. Capside, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen with Black Panther because okay. there are going to be villains who are playing these guys against each oh, other. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think Black Panther's going to figure out that it was not the uh, the Winter Soldier that did that. Maybe Stark, and then, and then um, I think he's going to realize that something's amiss. Yeah, and he's going to do whatever he needs to do. And may not just necessarily be on Stark. Do you side. think it's going to be everyone against Iron Man at some point? I don't or, think so. I think because we saw that prison that Tony made too. That's true. I think what's going to happen is. Uh, Eventually, everyone's going to realize who's really behind all of this. Oh, and they're all going to go, wait, whoa, whoa, why are we fighting each other? Because you know yeah. why? You don't show the villain like that, so you don't <laughs> eliminate the tension <laughs> from the movie. Interesting. Right? Thanks Again, lot, this, is how, this is how you do a movie trailer, Warner Brothers. Right. Thanks like, a lot, you, Dick. You just got to be able to trust in your product. Right, right. Trust in your product. I just seeing Superman and Batman just get <laughs> pissed off. And like hearing these things, it's like the bat's dead. Don't come back. And he's like, "You're gonna learn to bleed. He goes, right, Do you yeah. bleed? Because you're going to. Yeah. You're gonna learn what it's like to be a man. Holy shit! We don't need anything else. That's it. Yeah. We don't need to see anything else other than these two talking shit to each right. other. Like that's and enough fighting. To, that's enough to get me to want to come and go. All right, let like I'm gonna come to see this because I don't. The teaser was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Not only do you see the whole thing where it's like Superman's being like the false god. Like on on a statue, right, right, and then you see Batman telling Superman, you know, do you bleed? Right, you will. I'm on board. Right, you got, I could just live with the teaser. You got me. Yeah, I don't need anything yeah. else. Yeah. and then you you have this next trailer, which isn't bad. You get a little more, and then all of a sudden it's like, here comes the. I was like, why? Before you derail this too much. I know what you're going to. Who else did they introduce in this? They introduced Spider-Man. They did. And it was Mm -hmm. right at the end. Yes. They didn't give you much. Marvel again. Yes. They did bring one more person in, but they they did it quick. They they did it real. real, It was one. It was like one shot. It was a little humor. And it was an out like that. You just got a glimpse of him and you were done. It's like, you know, when they just ruined Wonder Woman's like obvious save of Batman. Yeah. yeah. It's like they didn't do that. It was a quick. And there was a quip right. from 
you saw Peter Spider-Man. Parker's uh, you know humor come through a little bit. You yeah. got like you you got just enough. Saw the costume, acknowledged he was there. Yeah. Saw him do a move. Yeah. Saw his special ability, and sure. then he was out. Yeah. It was enough to get all the nerds to have boners, just like they did with Age of Ultron. At right. the very end of the trailer, you see Vision's eyes open up. And you're right. Like, if you're a nerd, you know who that is. If you're not, you're like, what the fuck was that? Right. Enough to pull you in. Exactly. But the reason I ask. I know why you're asking this. And I didn't even remember this until you I brought, brought it this up. up because you I brought I'm it on a, yourself. I'm a man of honor. That's right, why. yeah. You, can, you just are a sucker for punishment is what I, you are. I, I, I admit when I'm wrong. So at one point, we did a throwdown that was Spidey versus Cap. Yes. And you disagreed up and down. I did. You said Captain all the way. I did. Based off the, what we've seen in that seven-second clip. Uh-huh. What? What, do you, what happens? Well, I'm just saying Spider-Man jumps over him, takes mm-hmm. him by surprise. Mm-hmm. Yanks that uh, shield right out of his hand. Mm-hmm. With his other hand, spits his spidey goods. Spits his gross. <laughs> right on Cap's hands. Uh-huh. His sticky spidey stuff. Uh-huh. Right on Cap's hands. Binds Cap's hands and Captain's pulling at it like, what? And then he lands atop a vehicle in classic spidey pose with Cap's shield in hand. Mm-hmm. And was like, hi. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. It's because he got the jump on Cap. If Cap, if Cap and him right. are on, are on uh, equal footing, it's a different... Because I can't wait to see what happens in the movie when Cap beats his ass. We'll see. We'll see. All, all things considered, Spidey should beat Captain America. I've had <laughs> I've had multiple conversations with people who've explained to me why I'm wrong. Who disagreed with you? Part of it is like it, you, you made a good point the first time around, which was like um, all else being equal. Like you know, you said I think the way you worded it is like if you take away his web slingers, if you take away his Spidey sense. Captain America and Spider-Man are equals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they're basically the same right. person. So, But he has those other things. And not to mention it's been uh, adequately told to me by Daryl and James and other people that um, if that Spider-Man has been documented saying that he can lift 20 tons. Wow, really? Which That's Captain America can't lift nearly as much. So he's also, that much Also, Captain stronger. America is like 75, 80 years old. Exactly. I'm just. Oh, actually, probably. I older believe than James that. Rayhill was the one that said if Captain was on the beaches of Normandy, he'd beat some ass. But <laughs> right, right. But uh, in a fight versus Cap and Spidey, right. he wouldn't. He wouldn't win. So I do. <laughs> I do have to. I do have to admit that I think uh-huh. Capt, Captain America would lose. Retroactive win. Retroactive <laughs> win. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about, real, real, real briefly, uh, is Spidey's costume. What did yeah. you What did you think? Uh, you and I had a brief conversation before the podcast. It looks, um, it, it does look like a costume. Yeah. It looks like um, a leotard. It doesn't look like it would protect him in any way, shape, and form. I think it looks like a, a onesie that yeah. you would buy from Target. Like it yeah. looks like something you buy your your kid a little very jumper. Very bright, very slick, but it doesn't. Like we were talking about, Captain America's armor looks like armor. It looks almost like like pleather or leather. Like it, there's something there's something substantial. There's to it. leather over some sort of like right. metal that right. looks like it. It's a there's a purpose for him to right. be wearing it. Um, same thing with like Falcon and uh, Hawkeye and things like that. Like they have a like Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man, obviously. Naturally, um, they all. You know, they all have, and I think they're trying to get away from like the fish scale look, which is so ingrained from the prior Sony movies, exactly, yeah. and also in like Man of Steel, right, and things right, like right, that, right. which makes more sense for it to be resistant. And I get that; I totally mm-hmm. understand that. That's that's fine. It's just it looks. You know what? Honestly, the first thought I had was it looked like the uh, Spider-Man costume from the seventies. Yeah, I did. That that's the first thought I had. Did and you I was notice like, that his eyes 
narrowed. Smooth, yeah. Narrowed, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. It almost has like that Deadpool. The Deadpool. But look. with this, if you actually go back and watch it, it wasn't his eyes narrowing. There were lenses that started to come down. Oh, interesting. It, it, there actually was something that like came. It wasn't his eyes just narrowing. The black actually grew on his eyes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's right. You freeze fr- frame I've, that. I, I went through that frame by frame. To, to You'd like to do that. You're like, wait. Right, yeah. You want to see everything that there is in that. That's I actually went through and I actually counted, too. Who was running at each other on each side? Ah. And Captain has seven, and Stark had six. Mm-hmm. And then I hit play, and then Spidey came in. I'm like, oh, seven to seven, great. There, there it is. There we go. There it is. <laughs> That's a fair fight now. I'm so happy they got Marvel worked with Sony to get that in there. It's such a. I great have to idea. say, kudos to Sony for for. And I know high praise coming from us. Sony can you know finally take the like, breath. Oh, thank they, God, mind mind get podcast <laughs> really agrees with. They us. can exhale finally. Yeah, no, yeah. but. Uh, I, kudos to Sony for for having the balls to go. You know, look, you guys are really, really fucking good at making these movies. Put this character who is yours in, and let's both make money off it. Exactly, because yeah. not only that, that will just allow them to both share this for this movie, and then Marvel can help them out with the Spider-Man movies. Well, they'll just work as partners. Right. That right. will never happen with Fox. No, absolutely not. Uh, Marvel absolutely will not. bury them in the backyard before yeah. they will do whatever they can to torch. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. George Fox, because they're not they're not helping them. They're not doing them any favors. Incidentally, Deadpool, fantastic movie. Holy shit, guys! Fox got one. Fox hit one out of the fucking park. I'm not even going to give Fox credit on that one. I'm going to give Ryan Reynolds and his Ryan Reynolds and that the director, the writers, those guys really have been trying for years, eleven years, to get that movie off the ground. Ever since that shit storm of uh, Wolverine, X Men, uh, Origins, Origins, Wolverine. Like they they have been working tirelessly, yeah. And everyone didn't think it was going to happen. By God, they did it on a great budget, yep, a cheap budget, and they made a movie that knows exactly what it is. Right. They know from 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 the people who marketed it to the people who wrote it and acted and everything. Everyone knew exactly what it was, top to bottom. They got on a cohesive. They, there was one cohesive machine that worked on that movie, yes. that, and that is so rare to have that. But like the marketing team, the studio heads, like everyone got on in, like in line and said, "Yes, we are going to. This is the brand and the message we're delivering. This it's is going to be irreverent. It's this R-rated. is who Deadpool is. Right? Yeah. Let's let's do this. Right. And the, the I just remember the marketing, the viral marketing for it was incredible, fantastic. I just remember seeing stuff that they did for uh, they were showing up before NBA games, like doing their own little thing. Right. Right. And then at one point, Deadpool's talking to the camera, and uh, uh, T.J. Miller's like, who are you talking to? Because Deadpool talks to, right, he right, breaks right, the yeah. fourth wall. I was like, they get who this character is. Right, they're really true to the, the yes. tone of the character. Yeah, Yes, they understand exactly what it is. And yeah. I was like, well done. Like, yeah. they get who this is, and it's got a surprising amount of heart. It does, yeah. It honestly well. does, yeah. You know, they, they balanced so much of the comedy with the heart. And everything about it, and God, they just knew exactly. They released it on Valentine's Day weekend, right? Which is perfect. Oh, because it's a love it. story. They marketed it as a love and story. Not only that, the thing I loved about it too was just the fact that you know it, it's it did so well in February, right? No movies do well in February, and it crushed records. I feel like that's starting to turn. I feel like it's it the the quarter one. Uh, Shit show is starting to turn. Well, The Kingsman did very well right. in that slot. Deadpool did very well in that slot. And there was one other movie. Well, Zootopia came out, which yes. is doing really well. I saw it. It's fantastic. I hear it's wonderful. There's and there, there I mean there are a couple other movies that are out right now that I'm like, oh, you know what? This these some of these look 
pretty good actually. Like the Dark Tower is gonna they've changed the release date to February. Really? Okay. Of 2017. All right, there you go. So they're looking because the thing is a an R-rated movie in February can do well. Yes. Because there's no other competition. Absolutely. And not only that, uh, Deadpool has made has grossed more than Man of Steel. Really. A PG-13 movie with Man of Steel, this is an R-rated movie, right. which generally does not do well. Unfortunately, it hasn't domestically outgrossed Passion of the Christ, which I was kind of hoping it would. But It beat Star Wars overseas. It did. In, in Germany, it beat Star Wars. It, in Russia, it did, too. There you go. You know, it's like things like that. Like, it, for an R-rated movie, mm-hmm. it's destroying. It's doing an it incredible job. Wasn't it the biggest R-rating, R-rated opening yes. ever? I think I think it beat out Passion of the Christ. For opening. Yeah, not I for think so. total growth, yeah, but for yeah. opening. I think, yeah. I think it did. Yeah. Like it's it it's done incredibly well. And I'm like a lot of similarities between those two characters, by 100%. the way. percent Shockingly. Deadpool is Jesus Christ. I mean, like, yeah. I know he would say that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I, I I'm just so impressed to see something like that, a passion project, come and be executed perfectly. The downside is other people are gonna replicate this and do it poorly. They're gonna fail. Yeah. And they're gonna be like, Oh, comic book, R rated, we'll do it. Right. And they're gonna they're not gonna have the great We're story. We're gonna do the boys. Oh, they definitely need to do the boys. And they could do the boys. Yeah. They could do it right. But the thing is, like, they have to understand they held they did they had the perfect balance of holding true to the um the character at heart, knowing right. exactly what it is, and then telling their own story. Right. Because that right. story is not anything written, they came up with it. But they know right. who those characters are. Right. Like right. I've heard that Todd McFarlane has written a script for Spawn. Okay. And I desperately want to see a new Spawn movie. And he was thinking of doing Spawn with a horror genre on it. And I'm like, I'm on board for that. Perfect. Todd McFarlane, who created it, is also involved with it. But you need to make sure that everyone understands what this is. Right. It has to be done the right way. Absolutely. And you can absolutely pull that off. And it can be R-rated without having to be over the top. Have you seen Mad Max Fury Road? Yes. That didn't even seem like an R-rated movie to me. Like I honestly it, forgot it was R-rated. I thought was right now I would have said wasn't PG-13. overly violent. No, no. I mean it was. They had some violence and some stuff where you're like, okay, cool, that's not PG-13, but it wasn't over the top. No, no, no. You didn't see people just getting grinded up with chainsaws or anything like that. It was violent, but not like what? Right. Like it was. I'm like, you can do the same thing. Some of that stuff needs some violence. Like Spawn needs to have some yeah. horrifying. Yeah scenes where his you know chains come out of his cloak and just you know fuck someone up exactly yeah you can have this but it doesn't have to be over the top right you know it it can be done correctly and oh my god if they could make the boys oh (laughs) it's a prime time to to release that and i've seen numerous articles where it's like make this now right right now is the time someone option this someone make it and do it right right and you could you could make a franchise out of that you could probably make three or four movies out. i'm sure yeah and just fucking kill yeah absolutely amazing with that being said, it's prime time for, for the throwdown. Throw prime time. time for- <laughs> 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 ah, I'm dying. That was it. <laughs> All right, today's throwdown. Uh, it's going to be very similar to a throwdown that we just did. Uh oh. But based off of World of Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do third generation clone you versus second generation clone you. Oh boy. I'm gonna initially. I got my answer. All I was right. like, I'm initially gonna go with second generation. Ooh, wrong clone. Absolutely wrong. Because it's not. Because they also mentioned in World Tomorrow how like the third generation was kind of malfunctioning a bit. Like, I you saw their f- eyes. Okay, yeah. Okay, and stuff yeah. were like. Yeah. But 
third generation Doug's going to be less emotional. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not going to care as much. There's not going to be as, quite as much empathy. But second generation Doug, if it has emotion, will probably still have rage. I think rage. You think is that's going to carry through? Rage is a powerful thing. But it, third generation, each generation has the memories of the prior generation. Mm-hmm. So third generation, if if second and first had battled and second won, third generation would have already known how that went down and would know the, the fighting style, if you will. But you're postulating that second and first are actually going to fight. Right. Okay, well then, regardless, you tell telling me that, that clone, second generation clone Justin has not gotten into a, t- a tiff somewhere? That you have, but not with like your first generation. Right, son. no, but but third generation mm-hmm. knows how that second generation carries itself. Sure. So it, it probably has some memories of like what it generally does in certain situations. Sure. I think third generation just has, it's less, less emotional and it's got more knowledge. That's a good point. But having the knowledge... Doesn't always help you. Doesn't always, but I'm yeah. saying in this, I'm giving it to third generation, third clone, third generation clone Justin. I'm going with second generation Doug because the rage, the rage, <laughs> the rage, the rage over. will carry over, and the rage will pull through, and the rage will, right. will crush. But I, I do have to. There is a strong possibility of having like the Terminator esque abilities of third generation, where it's like I don't even think in that situation your third generation would even want to fight. Right? There'd be, be like, no, there'd be no reason to do it. To, like, I'm, I'm more refined than this. Or just be like, I have no reason. Right. It's like it does show that they do, it did like it did love a rock, <laughs> so that it was able nah, to, to true, love. Yeah. But you know, but eh. but how stupid was it to love a rock? Very dumb. and a gas pump. It's dumb. You know why it loved the gas pump? That's right. Yeah, it loves the smell of gas and pumps. Yeah, yeah, gas and pumps. What about what about third generation clone and prime Doug? And that would essentially be the same throwdown we just did, which which is. What did we do? Sixty-year-old you versus thirty-year-old you. Something like it was like yeah, fifty-year-old versus twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, something Hamsies. like that. Yeah. Third generation. I, I mean, I would probably bring a gun, you know. And third generation would be like, why are we doing this? Right. I'm like, Pff. well, I mean, the other thing you have to take into consideration is the grandfather paradox. At that point, does third generation can third generation kill first, lest it cease to exist? That's true. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I'm just saying. I'm, do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. All right. In your mouth, you're saying words. Gonna kick you in the deek. Gonna kick you in the deek. <laughs> Speak words in your mouth. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. This was another fun one. It was good to do this. Just get uh, the two. Get the back two, into it. The, two, the dynamic duo. Just right. uh, getting back in it again. Um, guys, it's really important to say that Class Act has gone on a six-week winning streak at the cage match. It's going great. So uh, please come check us out next Wednesday, which is the the 16th. Because is this going to air this coming yeah, Thursday? Yeah, I think so. I think we're caught up to this point. I think it's the 16th. Oh, my goodness. We, now we're doing time jumps in our heads. Wait, or is it the 17th? It's going to be – well, no, this is going to air on the 17th. Yeah, so Wednesday – March 16th. Which is the day before this which airs. Which is the debate day before this airs. Come see Doug. Hope you come see us. Tell, your, tell the Prime you to come tell see Tell the Doug. Prime you to come see me and Class Act at uh, the IO Cage match, which is at 1030 uh, on Wednesdays. Or when you win that, they can just come and see you on the 23rd. Or on the 23rd. If we win that one, we'll I'm be there saying. on the 23rd. Just saying. So just saying. you know, we're, we've, been, we've been racking up some wins right now, and it's been really good. So, racking them up. Uh, for a nice, fun, weird show. Justin was kind enough to come to one of these. They're they're weird. Oh, it got weird. It gets real weird, yeah. but it's really great. So come see uh, James Rayhill, Maureen Bogey, Daryl McSweeney, Chris Felucci, and myself as we continue to defend our title. Uh, also check us out, uh, Class Act on Facebook. 
Uh, we've got some shows coming up. We got one in April. We're probably going to have a string of shows in June. Uh, so definitely check us there for dates and times and other fun things. Uh, you can find uh, MindGap. I almost said you can find Facebook on Facebook. Yeah, well, you, you can. You can find MindGap. I'm MindGap on Facebook. And you can also find us on Twitter at MindGap Podcast. And Justin has a website. You can find me online, justinstrandland.com, where you can listen to this podcast, as well as the other one I do with Milos every Monday called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. And Milos and I, in the beginning of April, are going to be doing a road show. So Woo! be sure to check that out. We're going to be yeah. hitting the road and doing from a couple other cities. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Justin underscore Michael. It's spelled M-I-K-E-L. And uh, while you're in the online realm, uh, go over to iTunes. Make sure to subscribe and review us and let us know if there's a topic that you want us to hear. You can communicate to us on one of our many social media Or if uh, there's facets. a movie you want us to watch and break down and react to. Let us know. Let us know, man. We'd be happy to do it. If it's Even if it's like a... You know, an episode of a TV show or something like right. that. We'll let you know what we think about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll critique it. We'll break it down and give you our thoughts and our feelings, the stuff that's inside of us. We'll just let it pour out. We'll give you what's inside of us. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you inside of me. Well, guys, we love you. Have a great week. See you next week. Mind Gap Podcast. Mm-hmm.